I will be visiting with Vera Maria Santo by phone about the Catholic teaching on homosexuality. Vera, are you there? I am. Vera, thanks for being with us today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. When I see your name, Vera Maria Santo, I want to hablo espanol or parlo italiano or something. <laughs> what? Avera <laughs> is actually, it, it, it's funny that you say it, Avera is Hebrew, actually. Oh, great. Yeah, so none of the above. And um, uh, <laughs> what does Avera mean, do you know? It means transgressive or sinful woman, which wow. I feel is very fitting for me. <laughs> well, it's um, fitting for all of us, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we have all fallen short of the glory, huh? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to jump right in here. We, you have a blog. You're going to be in Bismarck. Um, what do you want to tell us about your background first, Avera? Absolutely. So I'm a Southern maid, uh, born and raised in Mobile, Alabama. Um, so I went to Catholic school all my life, born and raised in the church. Um, but I really started making my faith my own around the time I was 16 years old. Mm. Um, after going to a, a conference with my, with my youth group at the time, uh, had a really powerful experience just prior to the movement of the action of God and knew that I wanted to make this my own. Yeah. Um, but it was at that exact same conference that one of my best friends came out to me as bisexual. And I really didn't know what that was. And I just kind of kept looking into it and talking to her about it. And we got closer and closer. And I started realizing my feelings for her which went on to other girls as time went on and hmm. just had to finally come to terms with the fact that I'm primarily attracted to women, which was a scary realization, but uh, it's just something that I have to have to live with. You know, it's not the end of the world. Sure. And this all took place uh, at, a, at a retreat or a conference, as you say, when you were 16 years old. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah, it was definitely a lot to put on a kid that age. But. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Wow. Wow, I want to talk about all of it uh, a lot more. Um, but uh, let's move on to, just for now, and we can come back to anything that we want, but uh, you have a blog uh, called Inside mm-hmm. My Holy of Holies. Uh, tell us a little bit about that and how it got started. So I actually started the blog to vent um, mm. because I didn't think that anybody read those. Um, but I was actually, I felt like I was being really bold and sure. putting my story out there. Um, again, like thinking that nobody was going to read it. So I really didn't have too much trouble doing that. Um, but then I realized how many people were actually searching for information about the Catholic Church's teachings on homosexuality. Because I think a lot of times people say like, oh, they'll go in the catechism or hear somebody talk about it from the pulpit and be like, okay, well, does anybody actually believe that? You know, does anybody yeah, yeah, who actually yeah. experienced the same sense of attractions themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. actually believe this? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just started writing about my story, writing about, um, you know, everything that I was experiencing, everything that I was going through. And a lot of people really either resonated with it or I would get emails, uh, DMs, uh, people that I thought I knew really well um, telling me, you know, I thought I was the only one. Yeah. So it was a really, really powerful experience and has been for the past two and a half years. Right, Mm -hmm. absolutely, of course. I'm just thinking about... uh, My mind is going into a thousand places right now. Um, But I just want to say something to you, Avera, of of my my thanks, my gratitude, and um, my, uh, I don't know, my deepest... um, 
yeah, my deepest rejoicing or my deepest uh, praise. Uh, that's, that's the wrong word. Um, but to to you for for being willing to be bold, as you said, with this blog or to, to come forward and to speak because of a number of reasons, just in my own mind, I'm sure you have a better understanding. It's your life. But uh, anytime that we talk about sexuality at all, um, mm -hmm. that's something that's really close. That's something deep. Um, and then to speak about um, something that um, is so misunderstood in the culture, something that is so uh, polarizing for so many people who, for better or worse, um, are struggling with uh, talking about these topics. Um, and so, it, almost as if the thing that's the closest, one of the things that's closest to my, to me, which is my sexuality, uh, is now being dragged through the media and um, mm -hmm. all these different things. So I just, uh, I don't know what the word is that I'm trying to say to you, but uh, it's, it's a word of um, love, uh, a word of gratitude, um, a, a word of great encouragement. Um, so I just want to say that while we're on. Oh, the phone direct here. that all to Christ. Like you know, it is it is his gift that I'm able to do what I do. You know, Praise every success that I have is his, and every every instance that I fail is on me. So all <laughs> of that success is his. <laughs> Hey man, I, I was on your blog reading that you're uh, you're an uber Catholic or you're a crazy Catholic or a Catholic lit or something like a getting yeah, lit Catholic, Catholic or whatever. Is what the kids say these days. <laughs> well, I'm old. I'm 35, so I have no idea. Uh, everybody, everybody who's listening, this is Father Craig Vasek, host for Real Presence Live, speaking with Avera Maria Santo. Um, she just broke into her story just a little bit about um, a retreat uh, where she encountered the the living and vital presence of God, and at the same time uh, heard of a friend who is experiencing uh, or sharing of bisexual uh, sexual attraction and then uh, Vera's own coming to understand for herself uh, what what her sexual attractions look like or, and her her emotional state and the different things that are going on there um, so there's just so much more uh, Vera I'm, so, I'm just so glad to speak with you I, I'd like to maybe hop on the phone with you for about seven hours later um, was that yeah, okay? absolutely anytime <laughs> <No>. anytime <laughs> that's great that's great um, so I, I don't want to miss out on on a couple more questions here um so you said that you were you were able, able to share uh and people were able to hear uh, that they weren't the only one uh or that that there's someone else out there um or that there's actually someone who believes that uh because the church teaches us so this is what's going through my mind is there's the theory of like all these things that these people say these old men with white hair in rome talk about but then there's like real life and like does that even right. is Absolutely. that real um and you're fine you're you're a living example of the coming together of uh, teaching and practice. Uh, so mm -hmm. tell us more about that. Absolutely, yeah. Like I think that you know when we talk about uh, church teaching or you know what it is that God expects of us, um, I think a lot of people tend to focus on the laws and focus on like what we have to do, and you know in order to not have God smite us or something like that. You know from from his great heights, but you know, when it comes down to it, love has to always precede law, which is why the laws make sense to people. You know, like if, if you were like, say, anybody who's a father or a mother out there, nobody has to tell you not to drop kick your kids, at least not on a daily basis. Like, you know, like not always, mm -hmm. you know, like right. there might be a friend, you're sensitive to But, you know, nobody has to tell you that because you love your kids. So you're not going to do them bodily harm. You know, nobody has to explain that to you. 
you know, you don't have to go back and see like, well, why does this, this law exist? Like, no, you understand the law and you accept it because you love your kids and yeah. you don't want to do them any harm. In the same way, I don't want to do harm to my God. You know, I don't want to um, stray for any further away from him. You know, so I intentionally make the decision to not stray from him, you know, to abide by those laws out of love for him. You know, so it's not all about law. It's about love for me. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, I'm not trying to dive any any more personally than you want to share, but what does that look like uh, for you concretely, uh, day-to-day it or just like, in, in mind? Yeah, it looks like for me, it looks like going to God um, and just being in His presence and knowing that He loves me. I'm um, yeah. just really resting with that, sitting with that, um, reflecting on that, you know, throughout my day, um, because it is hard. You know, like there's multiple times a day or you know throughout the week where i'll see this girl and feel this like intense attraction or you know like i have these intense attractions to some of my friends sometimes you know and i just have to realize that you know god would never withhold anything that i need from me um mm. but again i have to reflect on the fact that he loves me um because if you know if i am not aware of his love then that's where i run into trouble that's where things get really really hard and that's where i start to fall um, and there definitely are times that I do fall, but at the same time, when I go back to that place, when I go back to that place where He loves me, where I know that He loves me and I acknowledge that, you know, that's, that's the place where I find my rest. You know, that's the place where everything begins to make sense again. Yeah, yeah. Union with the, with the one who made you, who understands you more than you understand yourself. Uh, and, and surrender, daily surrender to that, yeah. Beautiful. You're going to be in Bismarck um, at a Thirst conference that's coming up here. What uh, What's going to be the title or the, the theme of the presentation you give? Absolutely. So I'm actually speaking three or four times, I'm going to say. So it's, <laughs> okay. it's, a bunch, it's a bunch of different things, um, which I'm not in front of my laptop right now because my laptop broke the other day. So Ooh. I don't even know the name of my talk anymore. Okay. <laughs> but in general. Um, but in, in general, it's all about me meaning God. And realizing that what he, what the church teaches on homosexuality is worth believing and is true and is good and God wills my good. And, you know, he said he loves me. He said he would never withhold anything I need from me. And point blank, period. You know, that's it. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm telling my story, basically. Beautiful. Great. Um, if someone wants to follow up with you, uh, where, they could, where could they find out more about you? Absolutely. Go to my blog. It is imhohblog.com. My email is in the top bar um, on whichever side uh, of the top of the page. You can send me an email. My Twitter is at Diary476, and my Instagram is Avera Maria Santo. Phenomenal. Avera Maria Santo visiting us with us today about uh, the church's teaching on homosexuality and how she finds herself loved by God in the midst of all that. Thanks for being with us today, Avera. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. God bless. Great.